begin. Fish and October are aboard the Agatha, the lackluster paddle steamer and supposed premier vessel of the Red or Black Sea. But on the way to Sandlantis, disaster struck. Brody Body, the antisocial crew member, was lost to sea under very suspicious circumstances. And now the equally suspicious October Jones is on the case. There's no land in sight. Just the boat, chugging through the slowly darkening sea. Waves slap aggressively at the barnacle-covered hull. A storm is coming. October and Fish climb the stairs from the upper deck to the pilot house, the highest point of the ship. October draws herself up with intent on the landing outside the door and... Captain Hummer, we have a few questions for you. Humphrey Hummer opens the door and leans out with a welcoming but uneasy smile. He's not wearing his fancy peaked hat. Miss Jones, Miss Whitlegs, how can I help you? I hope this won't take long. Looks like bad weather on the horizon, yes, yes. He lets them through, closing the door after them. The room is small, crowded by consoles, with windows all around and a self-stirring cauldron in the middle. Must be autopilot. Console, like a, a desk you use to control something. What's brought you barging in here? Is there a problem with your room? Oh no, we slept great. The bed was super comfortable. October didn't even kiss. Oh, I'm pleased to hear that. It gave me weird dreams, though. Like about my loved ones drowning and not being able to save them because my love isn't strong enough. I've never had a mattress do that before. You okay there, Fish with Legs? Yes, absolutely. Everything is totally okay. Totally okay. Oh, potion! Fun! Fish squishes over to the cauldron and stares at it, mesmerized by the self-stirring spoon. Gray clouds roll closer, consuming the sky. You had questions, you said. Well, I wanted to ask you about the whole Mr. Body situation. You mean his strange disappearance into the dark, unknowable? waters of the deep. An unfortunate situation, to be sure, yes. It's just that yesterday you disappeared so quickly that you didn't explain how you were handling the Mr. Body situation. Is that what you're worried about? You needn't concern yourselves. I was filling out the relevant paperwork when you knocked. Consider the matter resolved. What's the relevant paperwork? He lifts a solitary, Mm -hmm. mostly empty, piece of paper off a console. Mm. A basic workplace incident report, a description of the accident and the parties involved, or party in this case, yes, since Mr. Body was alone. Well, are we sure about that? I believe so. I saw him fall overboard, alone. I'm not so sure. Chirpy said she saw someone running away, and we heard two voices right before the fall. One was his, but I think we should investigate- My dear girl, there's no need to investigate. Accidents happen at sea all the time. I hardly think the situation, while unfortunate, merits this degree of inquiry. Inflating the issue may result in formal imperial investigation. 
which would tie us up at port and in court for weeks. And nobody wants that. Oh, no, no, no. But what if we should be inquiring? I assure you, we shouldn't. It was a simple accident. One form, and then it's all over. Trust me, I've been through this before. You've been through this before? Not this precise situation, but workplace accidents. Huh. October takes out her book and a pencil. Captain Hummer eyes it. How big is your crew? You mentioned that you were short-staffed. Well, there's myself, mm-hmm. Mandy Mandel, the native girl, Mr. Body. I suppose in total, that would bring the number to uh, three. Two, barring the unfortunate Mr. Body. What happened to the rest of your crew? You know, seasonal workers always coming and going. Being Herophian, I don't expect you to have much experience with magic, but it cuts down on necessary labor quite handily. Right. How was Mr. Body as an employee? He was um, adequate. Mm, yes. Not gifted socially, which is why I kept him mostly below decks. Mm. But reliable since he always needed the money. What exactly was his job? Maintenance? I saw him dismantling a crane. Miss Jones, there is nothing to investigate. Mr. Body was alone when he fell. He was a reckless man who made regrettable decisions. This was simply the most reckless and regrettable thing he did. Reckless man, no money. Mm. And where were you when Mr. Body went overboard? Must have been nearby, since you say you saw him fall. Miss Jones, I do not appreciate being interrogated on my own boat. It's an easy question to answer, Captain Hummer. It only happened yesterday. Where were you when Mr. Body fell? I was at the back of the upper deck with Chirpy Singer. Fish, where were you? Oh, uh, I was at the Duchess Antienburg of Ancaster in the dining room, leading a seminar. See? Easy. I spent most of the afternoon after we left port up here, overseeing our exodus from the marina. After we reached open sea, I left to look over the old girl. <laughs> the, the the Agatha, I mean. Hmm. I went down below to check the cargo, kicked Brody upstairs to do his job, had a cuppa with the professor before he wandered off. Mandy was in and out. Then I headed back up to the main deck. I heard a fight, ran to the prow, and caught a glimpse of Mr. Body falling overboard. Alone. Hmm. Did you run up the right or the left to get to the front of the ship? I ran along the starboard side to get to the bow. So, the right. Great. We'll be talking with the others to confirm this. If you insist. But you will find there is nothing suspicious about Mr. Body's death. Whatever it takes to avoid an Imperial investigation, right? Don't. Rock the boat, Miss Jones. If his death is suspicious, as you say, you find yourself in the unenviable position of being the only human aboard. I can't imagine Imperial investigators would look kindly upon you. Tell me, are your papers in order? Let's get out of here, Fish. October stomps out to the landing. Fish waves at Captain Uh, Hummer. See ya. Sorry about her. She's not great with people. But the bed was great. He sees her out, and our heroines head down to the upper deck. So we're investigating. Exciting. Detective Jones, the brains, and Detective Fish with legs, the muscles, and the legs. Yeah. Do you want to talk? Hmm? What? It seems like not saving Brody affected you. We can talk about that if you want. If you're feeling sad, I want to help you. 
No, I'm totally fine. October inspects fish with legs, and then the brewing storm. Mm, you sure about that? Absolutely. Now, come on, October. It's detective time. How are you going to solve this crime? With a plan? That's how. Knock, knock. Who's there? Plan? Plan who? October's plan to solve this crime? Okay, if you are really Better sure. Better answer the door, October. It's for you. Yeah, I, I oh, get the... what? What's that you're saying, plan? Your friend Opportunity is here? Okay, yeah, mm-hmm, got it. So October, this plan is interested in the opportunity to be the number one October plan of all time. Got it. We need to place everyone at the time of the incident and figure out who Chirpy saw running away. Great plan, but realistically, it's like, hmm, number eight. Well, it's no windmill breaking. That was a good one. Yeah, except for the last bit with the bees. Fish lingers behind as October starts down the stairs to the main deck. Before we go, there's something I wanted to ask you. Yeah, of course. Anything you need, Fish. Can I be bad cop? I know I sort of naturally fall into good cop and you fall into bad cop, but it would mean a lot if I could be bad cop. Um, okay. (gasps) Yes, thank you. Fish with legs skips ahead down the steps. October follows her. Mildly concerned. That is a mildly concerning fish. So I was thinking we'd... Wait. What? Fish stops abruptly. I hear... I hear sadness. Uh... Oh, I'm needed. Fish with legs plunges toward the maintenance locker in the front of the main cabin. She slams it open, startling Mandy Mandel, the mantis maid slash entire crew who is curled on the floor under the lee of the docking ramp, crying. Oh no! Poor sad friend. I'm sorry. Did you need something? I need to hug you. Fish with legs throws herself into the hug, her tiny fins reaching halfway around Mandy's body. Mandy hooks her giant claws around fish and clings. Thank you. She wipes at two of her eyes. October leans around the stairs railing cautiously. What's going? Oh, hi, Mandy. Mandy lets go of fish and mops the tears on her face with her apron. October slowly approaches. What's wrong, sad friend? I'm just a little overwhelmed at the moment. Well, yeah, you're the whole crew, apparently. Yeah. And, and... Brody! <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. You were close with Mr. Body? Yes. Why don't you tell us a little about him? It might be therapeutic to talk about your emotions. Look at you becoming sensitive. Actually, Fish, maybe you two can both discuss. Go how ahead, you're Mandy. Affected. Tell us your feelings. <sighs> Mandy crawls out from under the docking ramp and crosses all her legs. Fish continues to cuddle her. October leans against the wall, pencil at the ready. Brody was sweet. He he was flawed, but deep down he had a kind heart. I first met him back in Casamanta. I was a nun in in a convent for the prayers of Mant. Ah, yes. The prayers of man. You're familiar with us? I am not. <laughs> it's a religion. In Sedlantis. The religion. Or it, it used to be. 
They teach eternalism in the schools now, but most Sandlantians still follow the old ways, at least at home. And now the nuns are heavily involved in protests against the occupation. Those ants should have seen this coming. It's uh, basic. Tell us more about Brody. Hmm? Right. Sorry. I'll just take notes. Pretend I'm not here. She swings the locker door over to block herself from their sight. Mandy cocks her antenna inquisitively. Brody and Captain Hummer would make regular deliveries to my old convent. And then Brody would sit under the almond tree outside the wall until it was time to cast off again. He wasn't very friendly with people. I'm sure you noticed. Graf. But he always looked so tired. So I started bringing him food. My sisters praised my piety, but really, I was just curious. He fascinated me. Eventually, he started inviting me to eat with him, even though I'm a mantis, and eventually I accepted. He kept making deliveries, I kept feeding him, and we fell in love. Oh, love, true love. The nuns disapproved, of course. He was a dangerous renegade sailor. They thought he'd corrupt me. Oh, forbidden love. So they made me choose. Nunhood or Brody. I chose him. Oh, it was true love. What a roller coaster. I left the convent, and Brody got me a job on the Agatha. We're saving up together so we can return to Casamanta and get ourselves an apartment. Or... or... <laughs> she slumps more heavily into Fish's support. It's okay. What was Captain Hummer bringing to the convent? Um, I don't, I don't know. I never thought to ask. Too bad. What about yesterday? Where were you right before the, you know? Uh, I, <clears throat> I got the Duchess's tea from her cabin and then went below decks to the kitchen. While her water was boiling, I I took a moment to just... A, a moment to myself in my quarters before going back to work. Okay. Did Brody have any enemies? We think he might have been murdered. Sorry. May have been... Uh... It's fine. There are a lot of people who don't like Brody. He has debts. He owed a lot of money to a lot of giant insects. Were any of them on this boat? I don't think so. In unless servant girl, where are you, servant girl? Wait, unless what? There you are. What are you doing, sitting on the filthy ground, lollygagging? You have passengers to care for. I'm sorry, your grace. She's emotionally distressed. Oh, (laughs) elemental creature, you're here as well. Were you asking her for something? I'm so sorry to interrupt you. October swings the door over, revealing herself. Excuse me, we the human. Oh, away with you. Go. Do something useful, <laughs> if you can, with only four limbs. Oh, elemental creature! I don't know how you'll stand it. The odor alone. <laughs> but uh, since you have your unkempt servant here, I'm sure you wouldn't mind if I take possession of the other one. She's not my servant anymore, so it's kind of awkward, actually, because we're trying to work back to best friend territory, and, well, you know. Good, good. Servant girl, go fetch me some honey. Of course, your grace. Bring it to my room. And knock. Don't open the door. Knock and wait for me to open it. Yes, your grace. Mandy stands. Wait, Brody's Sorry, enemies. I... Now! Mandy 
meekly retreats around the main cabin. The Duchess glares at October, then turns and walks around the cabin's other side. October and Fish pursue. Duchess Antingberg, do you think me and Fish with Legs could ask you a few questions? The Duchess ignores her. October gestures wildly at Fish. Your Grace, we've got questions and need some answers. You have until we arrive at my room. She does not slow her pace. Uh, me, me and Detective Jones are investigating the situation with Mr. Body. Wh- why? Whatever for? Captain Hummer said it was an accident. We're not so sure it was. And even if it wasn't, why should you care? He was a servant. Lovely. We're still- But if you did think he was murdered, it could be anyone on this boat. That Professor O'Connell, his criminal reputation is well earned, I'd guarantee it. Not to mention that Spottingham upstart proposing to his late brother's lover. And only a month after the funeral. Shameful. Wait, Sheldon's brother is dead? Or that gold-digging cricket herself. Or the Sandlantian girl. You know, those Sandlantians. All thieves and murderers, the lot of them. But Captain Hummer is a lovely insect. I'm sure it wasn't him. Well, Captain Hummer hasn't exactly been... And we're here. So sorry, dear. Duchess Antingberg unlocks her cabin door. Okay, maybe we could come inside and... No! She plasters herself against the door. I will not have you in my room. Suspicious. Hmm. I mean, you must understand. I have nothing to hide, of course, but I would simply rather not allow... You think my partner and I could have a look in that room of yours, eh? Indeed not. As I've said, my privacy... Listen, lady, we can do this the easy way or the bad cop way. I am outraged at your- What's it gonna be, Missy, huh? Here's your honey. Your grace? Cindy. She offers a little pot to the Duchess. The Duchess takes it, two arms still clutching her door's handle. What's behind the door? I will not be threatened by you, you vertebrate goons! The Duchess slits her door open and tries to slip inside. Fish with legs, karate powers! She kicks the door open. The Duchess stumbles inside, yanked back by her death grip on the handle. Fish steps in with maverick authority, trailing her October. Oh! Oh, the public humiliation! The room is lavish. Forget luxury. This is ant luxury. Ant luxury? Oh, whatever. The point is, it's fancy. Way fancier than October and Fish's room. Uh, what? What's the big reveal here? Well, Detective Jones, isn't it quite obvious? Um, is it? I don't know. You, you ruffians have caught me out. I'm broke. I gambled my vast ancestral fortune away at the Tiger Beetle races. Because of that accursed lame beetle, Vanilla Darcy, I must travel in this modest room aboard this subpar ship filled with foreigners and murder to prevail upon my independently wealthy niece for lodging. Oh, the shame. So this is your secret? Yes. It's terrible, isn't it? I am reduced to consorting with you. Well, Duchess, enjoy your honey. October and Fish exit with panache. Well, we can cross her off the list. Sounds good, boss. Good bad copying, by the way. Thank you! I just remembered how all the Herobian guards treated me, and I copied that. Well, I think that's a little unfair. Is it, though? Did you still ah! have questions for me? Oh, 
Andy! Hey. Glad you're still around. What were you saying before about Brody's enemies? Not an enemy, exactly. A a co-worker? But for him, there wasn't much of a difference. Before every voyage, the captain shares his manifest, a a list of all the passengers and cargo who book in advance. When he saw it, Brody got really nervous. He started acting strange again when we were boarding passengers. Usually he doesn't take the tickets, so I thought it was just that. But once we were underway, he said he knew one of the passengers. And they had a troubled past. Professor O'Connell and Brody used to work together. Well, that elicited some big facial reactions from October and Fish. Exciting stuff. Great time to pause. Wanna do dinner now? Yes, I'm craving soup, and if I recall, you made some slug soup the other night. What? You finished it. Uh. Do you... Oh, I could do Griffin burgers. Yeah, okay. We should really start eating before we catch up with October and Fish. Yeah, next time. Let's stop. Taste, class, crumpets. My former life was a bacchanalium of such dainties. Oh, the shame. I can barely stand to thank you for listening to October Jones and Fish with Legs. Created by Dexter Lavery Calendar, Elizabeth Niveen, and Zoe Bichot. Yeah, 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 yeah. With music by Alexander Cruz. We've heard it all before, lady. Where did you meet this Vanilla Darcy? Crime Alley? <laughs> this harsh questioning is bad for my delicate carapace. If you must know, it was my country club's annual soiree gala. They shift in a racetrack to amuse the guests. Oh, yeah? And what's your connection to Aaron Feldman, Brianna Bagshaw Socks, Hannah Jack Halcrow, Aaron Dunlop, Zoe Bougeau, and Elizabeth Nyveen? You got something to hide, lady? I'm sure I wouldn't know. I don't associate with oh, voice actors. A likely story. I'm going to check your character card for clues. Available at octoberandfish.ca. Octoberandfish.ca? No, 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 no. You might find additional information about me. That's the idea, Missy. Oh, no. All right. Bye-bye now. My life has ended.